Hello and welcome back to the Race to Speak Up podcast. As always, I'm your host, Devin Moore. Today's guests are Isha Venkat and Shreya Venkat, founders of Nest for Us. Nest for Us is a 501c3 nonprofit formed as a philanthropic platform built upon kindness, generosity, and social good. They address a plethora of societal issues in over 14 of the UN Sustainable Development Goals, including global hunger, climate change, quality education, poverty, sustainability, women empowerment, equity, and more. Their overall vision is to empower people of all ages and backgrounds to create a more compassionate and inclusive world by instilling a passion for service in their communities through acts of kindness. Welcome, how are you both? Hi, Hi. we're great. <laughs> Thank you for having us. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, of course. Happy to be here. So why don't you tell me about Nest Press? Yeah, sure. So um, uh, hi, I'm Shreya Venkat. And I'm Isha Venkat. Uh, and we are the founders of Nest for Us, um, which uh, is a 501c3 uh, teen-led nonprofit, uh, which serves uh, the community in a multitude of ways um, with our team of over 4,000 volunteers of all ages and backgrounds from over 28 countries across six continents. Um, and yeah, our goal is essentially just to inspire people to give back in a way that interests them and in a way they're passionate about. Yeah, and essentially through Nest for Us, we not only supply different resources like nutritious meals, uh, blessing bags with different toiletries and PPE, like protective items, especially during COVID, right? Uh, and, and different academic materials, but also different awareness through uh, different technological mediums. Like uh, we have different workshops and tutoring and mentoring sessions and things like that. Uh, but overall, we always, uh, like Sharia said, try to uh, have a community filled with kindness and compassion and really just be a support system for each and every person we come across. Awesome. Where did you guys' journey begin? Yeah, so for us, um, giving back has been something that we've done ever since we were little. Um, I mean, all the way back in elementary school, it seems like ages ago, <laughs> um, but we always loved service. Um, when we started doing it, it was super fun right from the start. Um, and I think that was what is key mm -hmm. is we were so passionate about it right from the beginning. And we loved doing it together as well, like as with our families and our friends. Yep. And that's really what led us to form Nest for Us, where other friends and other families mm -hmm. could get involved together uh, and make a difference within the community, uh, tackling a cause that they are passionate about, or that means a lot to them. Why don't you tell us about some of your programs? Sure. Yeah. So excited. we have five core programs and the first one that we created is nest nurtures and that one uh tackles food waste um it tackles uh poverty and it tackles global hunger as well so it's like the three key areas and we tackle those through uh feeding the hungry initiatives so we would go out um to different shelters and food banks in the area and you know feed them directly which is always amazing to go and you know connect with um people and just share stories and just have that amazing environment. Uh, we also have food rescues, which is really cool where we take excess food from places like restaurants or schools. Like we have uh, partnerships with different schools across the DMV uh, and uh, different stores as well, like Panera Bread, Starbucks, Crumble Cookies, things like that, where we take their excess food um, and we distribute it to different homeless shelters, food banks and people in need. 
which is really cool to get the community involved and really show them awareness of how much food is really being wasted, uh, both in their schools and the community as a whole, which is crazy. Like we've learned so much through our food rescues as to how much food is being wasted in just one night. And just giving that awareness to people, our volunteers is, is really key. And we also have hunger-based service projects. Service projects is a big thing that we do in S4S. We have so many different service projects. We're always creating more every year. Um, and for Nest Nurtures, we have a few. We have a sandwich assembly project, which essentially is packing sandwiches. Um, and uh, noted, uh, we have a granola bar, fruit, and a signature note of encouragement, which I will explain after I finish. <laughs> and we have our goodies for good project, which is like different snack bags. Uh, and we have our Rice Up Against Hunger project, which is rice bags and bean bags as well. And yeah. our newest one this year is our Nourish to Flourish project, which is essentially grocery bags for people in need with like non-perishable food items. Like there's like brownie mix in there. That's a big one. That's one I like a lot. There's pasta, mm -hmm. cereal, uh, cereal. There's uh, all sorts of all like of that. different yep. items like that. Uh, and yeah, and all of those, we have a note of encouragement. Basically on these notes, it's another kind of signature thing that we love to do is write different notes of kindness and encouragement, things like stay strong, we love you, we care for you, we're here for you, uh, just uplifting messages, right, so that, you know, people who may, you know, be having a bad day or are having a rough time can, like, take out the note and, and bring us, and we, it brings, them a, uh, brings a smile to their face and makes them feel loved, which is exactly what we wanted uh, portray through Nespress. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Nurtures. <laughs> yeah, um, I can uh, talk a little bit more about our other four programs. So Nest Nurtures was actually the one that we started with. Uh, and then yep. once we realized that there are so many different issues in the community, um, more than just hunger and food waste and all of that, we wanted to give opportunities for people to explore their kind of service niche in whatever way they wanted to, because service to us is not just one thing. So we don't wanna just offer one thing for people to get involved in. Um, and so um, one of our other programs is Nest Tutors uh, and its goals mainly focused on quality education. Um, and through that we provide academic resources, leadership experience uh, and emotional support. That is really important because we wanna have that connective um, bond. We wanna have those bonds between our youth because it's a mainly youth to youth uh, tutoring and mentoring program, uh, which is really what is like special about that um, that program. And then we have Nest Cares, um, who uh, which the program has a goal of instilling kindness as a lifestyle rather than a one-time action within the greater community. And through that, we have one of our other service projects, our blessing bag projects, mm -hmm. which is uh, little care packages, toiletries, yep, toiletries, yeah. and the note of encouragement. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we also create our kindness notes, um, and those are uh, given to community heroes and senior citizens and um, those, uh, um, those, oh my God, sorry. On the front lines. Those on the front lines, uh, homeless community, low-income families, all across the spectrum. Um, and we also do random acts of kindness, one of our favorite things, because yes. we believe kindness only takes 30 seconds. It only takes 30 seconds of kindness to make a difference. Um, and so that's kind of the staple of that program. And then our last two, we have Nest Buddies, um, whose goal is essentially, it's birthdays in a box. So grant the kids the opportunity to celebrate their birthday, regardless of their socioeconomic status. Uh, and then we have Nest Inspires, which is our leadership program. Uh, and that has a goal of networking, empowering, succeeding, and transforming. Um, and it's essentially exactly how it sounds. Uh, it is there to uplift our community members and get them 
uh, empowered to take action in their own communities um, through, through different workshops. Yeah, workshops from power positivity to sustainability, the SDGs, all across the spectrum. Uh, so, so yeah. yeah, that was a lot, but that is nice for us in a nutshell. No, no, I'm at a loss of words right now. That's amazing. So Thank like, you. what what does your day look like? Why are both of you? I want I want to start with Shreya because I know you're in college, right? Mm-hmm. Like you both are students and do, I mean, I can get, you know, being a student and then also running an organization because I have race to speak up, but wow. <laughs> so tell me, so, okay, let's start off with Shreya. So Shreya, um, what's your day look like? Yeah. So it's hard to pick just like one day, like how would one day look like? Cause every day is different. And that's kind of one of the best parts of, um, I, I would essentially say our job, but never feels like a job, but our role through Nespress and as a student um, and as athletes, right? We do different things. So I can kind of start with that first because um, that applies to both of us. Um, so we both play travel soccer. We're both, uh, we do martial arts. We're actually third degree black belts and assistant <laughs> instructors, which is super fun. Um, and Isha also does hip hop. Um, so she's a dancer. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we do all of that in different then, clubs and schools. Exactly. <laughs> yep. We're leaders in different clubs, um, board different members, global organizations. Yep. Yeah. So we have that going on on the side as well. <laughs> um, but then in side terms, hustles. yes, side hustles. <laughs> um, and then in terms of our, I guess, professional lives, you would say, so balancing nest for us and school. Um, So I'm a sophomore at Georgetown University studying global health. um, And oh, oh my God, my classes are so interesting because they connect a lot to the work that I do through Nespress, which is something that's so special about the global health major. Um, And so in terms of a typical day, I mean, we have classes, we have meetings all the time, we have, we do presentations at different schools for different organizations. Mm. Um, What else? We have workshops. So sometimes for the workshops, we have to wake up really early because yeah. of the time zone difference because we work with different global organizations, but it's always fun because they get so excited. Yes, they when make they it worth it. it. Yeah. So it's always super fun. Um, so usually our day would start with that and then school. Like some, let's say like first, like this, I guess both of us kind of have a similar day. Yeah. If that makes sense. It can start with, let's say we have a workshop um you know teaching kids like a lesson in Nigeria for example like we'd have to wake up at like maybe seven to do that to combat the time zones to like make sure that they're in school and things like that and then I might have like a club meeting before school same with me yeah and then we would have actual school right and sometimes in between classes we're just like still talking especially with the college with my Mm -hmm. college we have a more flexible schedule in terms of it's not like a seven hour block in the day I have like one class in the morning and then a break and then right. a class in the afternoon break and then evening class so like it's split so we just try to fit in meetings in between yeah. um we also like do a and lot our of schools are really supported as well like I know my principal sometimes when we had meetings like he'll let me take them sometimes like during school as well so it's like having the support of our community has been super helpful in mm-hmm. getting everything done as well and just the support means a lot. We couldn't do anything we, um, you know, do without them. So that yeah. thank you to our schools as well for that. Yeah. Uh, but then yeah. after school, I have practice as well. Like just like today. Um, Same. I'm doing intramural soccer as well. Yeah, so we I play have soccer. soccer with that as well. Yeah, with the school and like club. Mm-hmm. And um, then after that, we probably have a meeting or like an interview or something like that. Just like this one, you know, we'd hop on a Zoom call or something like that, you know, to discuss like partnerships or collaborations. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes we have like three in a row. Um, And then- uh, Yeah, and then right after that, it's our food rescues. 
Uh, and then it's our me time. We do mm-hmm. self-care. Self-care is super important for us. Um, we, we have sister bonding. Yeah, we do a lot of sister bonding. Sometimes we so. watch like movies or, mm-hmm. you know, play games, listen yeah. to music, things like that. Well, and family- get our homework done, of course. Yes, of That's course. very important. And our family's really big on like board games and card games. So we yeah. have a lot of family Especially time. Especially on the weekends too. Yeah. So, so that is kind of yeah <laughs> relative <laughs> and on, schedule and on the weekends oh, we yeah. have a lot of projects as well service like the projects. big service projects are usually on, on weekends as no, well as, always on weekends. yeah as well as other volunteer events and we like to do big workshops. ones on like special days like for example like valentine's day or like good deeds is coming up day. yeah so like we like to pick a special day as well wait but. what did you say is coming up good deeds day um on april uh april 3rd Please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, That's the day our project is. So okay. <laughs> it could be April 3rd, but it's in April. I know that. April uh, 2nd. April, I was, no, it is April 3rd. It is April 3rd. Yep. <laughs> April 3rd. There you go. Yeah. So we have our um, Goodies for Good project in honor of Good Deeds Day. We do Good Deeds. Uh, we celebrate Good mm-hmm. Deeds Day every year. Um, it's a super fun time. We get volunteers to come together and make these treat bags um, for underprivileged kids in uh, underprivileged kids across the community um and so it's no, always super fun we love getting involved in the organization good yeah. these days as well they've, they've been a huge support for us and, yeah along uh, with points of light giving tuesday i mean the yeah. list is endless to like thank sure. based on the organizations that we work with i mean we get support from all of uh different partners yeah. and sponsors and donors that we're so so grateful yeah. for and we definitely love how they like prioritize youth as well and like volunteerism and giving back as well because i'm sure you know as well like it's really important to get involved as a young person, you know, stepping up for so many issues. And I'm really glad that there are organizations out there who are really supporting and highlighting the work that youth do across the world. It really means a lot to us. And we know it means a lot to a lot of people out there as well. Have you ever heard of an organization called Light for the World? I th- yes, I, I think ha- so. Yeah. I think maybe we're Yeah, you both seem like you would. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are connected on I'm Twitter. Sure, yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. So we, yeah, I... call... Oh, yeah. no, I'm listening. No, 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 I was just saying, yeah, we follow their work. We love it. Um, we love to support uh, spreading the light, right? The light of love um, and just that meaning, the meanings that they have behind their social media posts um, with just spreading kindness, spreading light, spreading love, uh, we think is so important and it aligns a lot with what Nest for Us does. Um, so we're happy to support, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I love everything that you guys are doing and I'm glad that you are able to find a balance because- it is kind of hard to find a balance when, you know, though it's a job, it's really what you love. So, you know, that saying of like, um, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Um, yes. I feel sure. like it's just like that. I feel like it's yeah. just like that. Cause then when I hop on, you know, webinars or when I hop on my podcast or when I hop on some other meeting where I'm talking to youth or when I'm even talking to adults, cause I do talk to adults a lot too. It just, mm-hmm it doesn't feel like a job. It feels like, of course, it feels like something that's necessary. And it feels like something I really, I really want to do because I know that it's helping others. And I can see that passion within you guys, obviously, working with so many different people. It's so nice speaking to you both. So, and then I know you mentioned um, your kindness notes, right? So how how have they really impacted um, others' lives? Oh my gosh, I love this question because there's a really... um, kind of crucial story, I guess, that we like to tell through Nespress that happened because of those notes that we've given. So um, one day, I think this is a few years ago, we were giving out notes 
uh, we usually, um, uh, sorry, we're giving out bags. Like I think one of our sandwich assembly bags, yes. like one of our sandwich bags from that project, because that was one of the first projects that we created. And in that bag, I, like I mentioned, there's like a sandwich, there's a couple of fruits, granola bar and that note, right? So we were just handing them out, I believe on the streets in DC. And uh, it's been going on for a while. We've been doing these projects for a while. So people, um, you know, uh, have kind of like collected these notes, if you will, like they've collected them from the years that we've given them. Yeah. Uh, but we actually had no idea that that was happening. So one day somebody, uh, like a homeless man, he came up to us with a huge sack of notes in his hand. There's like 30 or, or something like that. Yeah. There was a lot. And we were like, oh, like, what is this? And he, and he told us that he had kept all the notes that we've given him yeah. uh, throughout the past few times that we've given out the bags. And he says like, whenever he's having a bad day or whenever he's feeling sad, he takes out uh, one from his big stack and he reads them to himself and it makes him feel so loved. And when we heard, when we heard that, we were like literally speechless. Yeah. You're like, wow. Like we never realized how, how much really words have an impact and how much it takes like five seconds to write a note. And that can transform someone's entire day or even life for the better, which is something so powerful. And it was really that moment that made us realize, you know, we're going to put these notes everywhere in every project that we're going to be doing. We're going to continue uh, doing this because we can really see how it impacts people across the world. And honestly, oh, I'm sorry. I, I want to acknowledge what you just said before I um, start talking about how, like, you know, it really is important to do that. But first, that's amazing that that even happened. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And it's just like the fact that, you know, I really feel like people need to understand that more, that words go a long way. So by you saying something positive, that could really, you know, it'll help someone's day, even if it's just in like the slightest amount, it can really help someone. It can brighten their day. It can make them feel confident, loved, you know, stuff like that. And so I really love how you're able to spread that message through your kindness notes. Yeah. Especially because you never know, like, somebody out there is fighting an invisible battle, right? Like they could be having a really bad day or something that's going on with them at school or at home or something. So like you being that light in their life, like mm -hmm. it could make like all the difference. So. Yeah. And what, another thing that's really special about the kindness notes is that I'm essentially a lot of the projects that we do, there's no age limit. Like you don't have to be a certain age or of a certain background to be writing these notes. You can be anyone, anywhere in the world. All you need is a piece of paper and a pencil, a marker, a pen, whatever you want to decorate it with. And then a loving, giving heart someone. and you give it to yeah. someone. Um, and so that's what's so impactful about it is because you, it's something so simple, but it means so much to people. And that really yeah. is emphasizing like a core value that we have is like small action, uh, small actions make the biggest impact. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the, one of the really special things about our kindness notes. It's so true. It's really true. And I kind of want to go back to um, global hunger because I kind of want you guys to really break it down. You know, like, do you think that a lot of people really acknowledge this issue or, you know, say you're in school and you take a bite of it out of an apple and you just throw it out? Like, do you think people really acknowledge that? Yeah. So that is an interesting question because I think people understand that the issue is there, but they yeah. might not understand the scale of the issue, like yeah. how immense it actually impacts yeah. people or how immense it actually is going on. I will always like to call food waste an invisible problem in a way, or not an invisible problem, a hidden problem, a problem hidden in sight, if that makes sense, because it's there. Sometimes people realize it when it's something simple, but 
to know where a lot of people don't know where their food goes after where you throw it away from. or where it comes from, mm-hmm. right? So we only know what happens to our food when it comes to our plate, it goes into our stomach and that's about it. And so just like a lot of people don't know that, for example, food waste and climate change are directly related. That's something that needs more awareness, needs more focus within the media, within society, because that's something that's not talked about as much as it should be. Because as we all know, climate change is not a looming threat. It is a current threat and it is past our doorstep right now. It's something that, again, is so simple that we as individuals can incorporate into our daily lives, as well as corporations. Like it's not just the individual, it's a corporate level. It's with schools, the government. There's a lot of different sectors that have to be involved in order to fight this problem, because it's not just one person who can solve this problem. It takes mm-hmm. a collective group of people, a collective action to, first of all, address, uh, acknowledge this problem, and then we can take steps to act upon it. Um, and again, it's with hunger, food waste, and climate change, mm-hmm. it's like a triangle. One impacts the other, impacts the other, right? And so that's why through our food redistribution um efforts right we're able to to show that there's like a better way i guess in throwing away the food like there's people out there who really really need say that apple that you were going to throw away there are people who really need that and are living off of not even three meals a day so i think when we when we do those food rescues and do all the projects that we do through nest nurtures we're giving them that awareness and and showing them that there's really a better option and an alternative to that solution i think that really makes a difference like stopping and thinking hey, like maybe I shouldn't do this. You know what I mean? And I think that makes a huge difference. Like Patricia said, like not one person can solve it. If more people kind of get that aware, um, that awareness and like kind of shift their mindset, then I think that that can be a really good step in the right direction. I think it's interesting how you both put it, you know, um, a hidden problem in society or a problem that people don't really acknowledge because I can directly relate or just like that to bullying and how, yeah. you know, through my anti-bullying work, through my work with the rate, my race to speak up organi- anti-bullying organization, I see that a lot of people know that bullying is a problem, but they don't mm-hmm. act on it. They don't, yeah. they don't really try to acknowledge it. And then, you know, now we're more online. I mean, I know things have been opening up, but still a lot more people are online because of the pandemic and because of when quarantine was happening. And there's just been a, a rise within bullying and there's been a rise within that la- within that lack of knowledge but still there are people acting on bullying behavior if that yeah. makes sense and so it's just kind of i just i just think it's interesting how you worded that because there's so many different like misconceptions and um like stigmas around these different societal oh, issues and that's why i'm so well oh, i'm like sorry sometimes it's normalized as well. Like it's normal to see people throw food away or it's normal about certain behaviors as well. And we kind of need to shift that narrative. Yeah, negativity has become a norm, which it shouldn't be. Right. We need to make positivity. We need to make kindness. We make empathy a norm, mm-hmm. right? That's something that people realize is a good thing, but when put into practice, it's it's not as common as mm-hmm. it should be, right? It should be the norm, but unfortunately, our the world hasn't come to that point yet. And I think- organizations like you who are having these anti-bullying campaigns are really pushing forward that awareness of mm-hmm. how important of an issue this is. And what you can do to act on that as well. Absolutely. Like that's a really important step, which you brought up. So yeah, there's yeah. so many similarities. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, honestly, you know, it's really true that we need to act on 
Oh, we, we, we first like need to acknowledge it. I always say having an open conversation goes a long way in order for everyone to understand whatever the topic is, whether it's anti-bullying, whether it's global hunger, whether it's kindness, mental health, you know, I have mm -hmm. um, behind the screen, the harms of cyberbullying, which is an anti-cyberbullying like focused webinar that I host with a psychiatrist. And so I'm just bringing this up because we talk a lot about mental health within it. Yeah. And we talk about a lot of like child and adolescent bullying. And so I just, it it's opened my eyes to a lot of the different things that happen within schools. You know, lack of knowledge can lead to um, schools wanting to just, you know, downplay the situation and hide everything. And then that leads to the child ultimately either hurting themselves, their own selves or the parent taking them out of the school, which neither one should be the issue. You know, it's the bully's fault. We need to acknowledge their mental health. We need to acknowledge what the bully's doing. And yeah. so as far as like um, just global hunger and all these different other topics, having that real open conversation about it can go so long and so far, I mean, just as long as everyone's really open to listening and understanding. You know? and we always say awareness is really the first step to yeah. understanding a problem and really going out there to fix it. And awareness of the root cause. We oftentimes look at the surface level issues and don't go beyond that. And with mm -hmm. issues, again, like global hunger, like bullying, mental there's, health. It's very complex and there's a lot of connections with other issues as well. So really taking the time to examine that and talk about that is something that's really important. Yeah, That's something that we try to facilitate as well, especially through our Ness Inspires program which is like the workshops, right? We, we try to do a, a number of different topics with uh, really cool guest speakers as well, uh, just to get people engaged and people like just listening and talking and discussing about these important issues to get a conversation going to, isn't it broad in our echo chambers? Isn't that? Yeah. Yes. To break open. Break our open chamber. our echo yeah. chambers. Yeah. And what's cool about it is like Ness Inspires in a way is like our awareness program mm -hmm. because then the other four programs are going out hands-on like in the on community that. and acting upon it, right? And so we, we've kind of figured that having a combination of both is one of the best, most effective strategies to addressing mm -hmm. a lot of these issues yeah. at their root cause while also engaging the public and kind of bringing that solutions. collaboration aspect. Well, we did that at the same yeah. time. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's really important, right? Like working together because we're not going to solve the issues alone, right? We all got to do our part and, and we're together as one common human just yeah. like your shirt, human and kind. Oh yeah, I, I always say we're all a part of one race, which is the human race. Exactly. We embrace each other's differences. And you know, it shouldn't really, cause when a lot of the time when, now this might just be kind of like me just thinking about other stuff now, but like, as far as like, you know, we all physically look different from each other. We have different skin complexions, different height, um, we all, we all don't talk the same. We all don't walk the same. We all are different in our own way, which is beautiful. But as far as, you know, like skin complexion, because a lot of people divide based on just skin color and race. I, I see there's people who say um, you shouldn't look at the color of the person's skin, but look at the color of the person's heart. And then there's also people who say that they're colorblind, which mm. doesn't necessarily... I'm not, you know, I don't want to say that. I want to say it just doesn't, that's not really the case because you can physically see how I look, you know? Yeah. So. Colorblind is an interesting term to put it. Yeah, it's a, oh, I'm sorry. I'm listening, Isha. I know you about to say something. I think for like colorblind, I think like you said, it, it's not really possible 
to sort of say you're colorblind because like you said, we can all see everybody's skin color, but what we can do is train ourselves to not judge people based on that. You know what I mean? And treat everybody equally, no matter what skin color they are. And skin color is beautiful too, right? It should be celebrated no matter exactly what it looks like, what color it is, because, you know, our melanin is, is beautiful. Yeah. Some, it's our differences that make us unique yeah, exactly. as individuals. And so we should, I be think we should recognize that. that. Yeah. yeah. Recognize, sure. embrace it and celebrate it um, is super, super important. Exactly. Exactly. And so I know you both have your hoodies on your nest for us hoodies. I want to just, add, oh, it says together we can make a difference. Yes, um, we all that together. <laughs> yeah, because I kind of want to just ask you, where exactly did the name Nest for Us come from? Yeah, so Nest for Us actually has a lot of different meanings. So I'll break it down. So the <laughs> Nest part, it means newer environment starts today. And that's basically like we want to cultivate a newer, kinder environment that's just more positive. Uh, that's just filled with more compassion and things like that. So that's really uh, what the nest part is. And then for us means for all of us, for everybody uh, through our organization, we don't discriminate anyone based on race, age, sexual orientation, background, gender, anything like that at all. Uh, we give open hand lead to everybody and we allow anybody to be our volunteer, uh, no matter who they are or where they come from as well. So for us, is something that's really important to us. Uh, and we also have a world as well in our logo because we want to be able to connect the world and connect with a lot of different organizations. We really gain that cultural perspective, which is something that we haven't talked about yet, but through our Nest Tutors program actually is uh, one that focuses a lot on the cross-cultural connection as well, as well as Nest Inspires with their different workshops. But we just love hearing different things from different countries as well and getting insight about that because that's also a really cool uh, conversation to have too. Mm -hmm. So we have the globe and then we have the little nest, uh, like kind of like a bird's nest on the bottom. Oh, and wow. for that, we're kind of a uh, nest for us as a whole basically means that we're a home for people because like a nest is like a home for a bird, right? So we kind of want to be a home uh, for the world, a home for anybody and just be... Um, that place where people can feel comfortable, feel welcome, and just uh, feel like a family, if yeah. you will. Yeah, and then also a bird's nest is really where, I guess, birds are raised, if we're really going into the metaphor, mm -hmm. right? And so we always uh, feel cultivate. proud that we're able to cultivate mm -hmm. the next leaders of, uh, not mm -hmm. even tomorrow, the next leaders of today, because for us, again, we're going to emphasize this over and over again. Everyone has the power to make a difference because that really is that is the truth. You don't have to be of a certain age or background or be an adult, rich, yeah. poor. You don't have to wait. Or even be a superhero. Yeah. You just have, <laughs> just to, have to have, you. yeah, you have to be you. You just have to have the passion and the heart to give back. Um, and that's all that matters. And so we're really proud to be able to um, really empower people as young as four and as old as 80 years old to get involved and work together that's the important unification mm -hmm. um towards that common goal of yes. spreading generosity uh, and kindness so yeah so that's nest for us and our logo in a nutshell <laughs> now that's such an important and beautiful message that you guys have you like even just specifically with just the name and all that you guys do I'm really, I really love all of what you guys do because you do such a variety of different things. And then on top of that, I I also kind of notice a lot of the time when you start talking about things outside of your organization, people are like, oh, wait, you do that too. Oh, you do that too. You know, <laughs> they look at you like, um, you know, you don't do other things. Like I am a person, <laughs> but like, you know, 
So it's also good to just kind of hear you guys speak about that too, because I can kind of just relate to the fact that like, I'm also in all these different clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not an athlete, but like, I'm like, in like robotics, I do like cultural awareness club, I do science club. So like a bunch of different things. But um, I know you guys probably have a bit more not that this competition. <laughs> That's the thing with passion. It's not based on numbers. No, you can have one passion, you can have 20 million, like there's no in between, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's, yeah there's it's, anything. it's whatever yeah. your heart sets itself on mm-hmm. and goes like, this is what I want to do. This is what I love doing. Yeah that's that's what passion is um and it's not based on numbers or anything so never feel like that you're doing great yes. just the way you are robotics is great <laughs> yes. i love that i'm really i love it really into like techie things as well so that's something that's really cool and yeah i think for us the reason why we we love to do so many things and even in our own organization nest for us have so many different projects is just we, we just love it we love so many things and we wanted to share that with the community and 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 also for our activities uh, they're also a really good way to sort of have a little bit of me time, like Sherry was mentioning earlier, and kind of just self-care. take time off, self-care, you know, re-energize, things like that. Uh, because we always like to say, you can't give back to people if you yourself, you know, aren't taking care of yourself, or you, you have to take care of yourself to take care of others. So that's something that's really important for us as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we always, like you said earlier, we try to have a balance between everything that we do, even though it might seem like a lot. We still have fun and we have each other as well, which makes everything yeah. easy as well. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's been fun. So Isha, um, what do you want to study in college? So I'm a junior right now and uh, I'm really interested in the brain in neuroscience. That's a really uh, interesting field, uh, a really uh, cool field that I'm interested in, uh, as well as, like I said earlier, technology. I'm, I'm pretty techie. I like uh, doing a lot of things online as well. So I'm interested in combining with my two passions of brain and tech as well. Uh, so something like health informatics related would be really cool. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for what the future holds for our careers as well as Nespress because we know we're going to be continuing to do Nespress for absolutely um, however many, many years, years to come. Yes, so we're excited to keep going and keep growing uh, and keep uh, spreading evolving that and spreading. Yep, expanding. And yeah, we're excited to see what's to come in our future. It's so good to hear that you're also able to, well, actually, I just think it's really good to hear about, um, you know, what you want to study in college, because that also kind of just reminds me of like, I'm interested in like learning about the brain too, but like taking really just, <laughs> really mm-hmm. just like um, mental, I really am just interested in mental health, but like actually being a mental health worker. And so I really am looking at psychologists, like being a psychologist or just in that field. It's just really interesting to me. I think it's always been interesting to me. And as the years have gone by through, you know, doing all these different things with race to speak up and also talking to, you know, amazing people like the both of you, it really opens my mind up to all the different things that happen in the world, as well as, you know, the mental health aspect behind it. And I think I'm just interested in learning about the mental health aspect. Yeah, so, no, that's that. awesome. Whatever you choose to do, I, we know that you're going to be doing great. Yeah, I'm going to wish you all is. the best. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Yeah, psychology is really cool. I'm, I'm taking a psychology class right now. I, I took psychology it. as well. Yeah. It's a very interesting it's class. It's so interesting. Especially it connects with the brain, of course. It's all about the brain. So <laughs> Wait, you're it. taking a psychology class in your junior year? Yeah. We have the, in our school offers like different AP classes and things like that. So uh, they have a lot AP? of Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was like, I offer oh. a lot of really cool classes in our schools. So 
It's really cool. They have like different art classes, different like technology-based classes. Like I'm taking cybersecurity right now, which is really interesting as well. So there's just, there's a lot. Yeah. That's cool. So um, why don't you guys tell me what has been the most rewarding part of your journey? That's, there's a lot. The list could go on and on, but definitely oh, most rewarding get connect. It's the connections, whether that be the connections mm-hmm. with the people that we serve, the connections with the people that we serve with and the connections of the organizations organizations that we are so blessed to be a part of um, and to have leadership roles within so that we can reach a whole Mm -hmm. different set of um, amazing change makers, right? Um, And so um, definitely just having those connections because we really believe in the power of networking, the power of teamwork um, to achieve goals um, most effectively and and just be able to expand our uh, ripple of kindness and our um, generosity uh, farther and farther um, as much as we can and touch as many lives um, and hearts as we can. Yeah, so we've been able to touch lives in over 30, almost 30 countries, I believe. So that's been a really amazing journey as well to just connect with uh, people across the world. I think that has been so cool, even though we haven't been to some of the countries that we've connected with, just being able to connect through a screen is, is, is something that's really cool. And just how technology has brought us together and allowed us to connect with each other is, is something that uh, we found really amazing uh, throughout our journey, especially with, like you were mentioning, the like quarantine and the pandemic really brought that to light. Uh, so ha- being able to harness that and use that uh, for, for the greater good essentially is, has been really cool uh, just to connect more. And those are the, the connections that we've made are really uh, what we're gonna remember forever and, and are something that we uh, feel is very valuable to us and is, uh, yeah, it's definitely the most valuable thing uh, that we at Nespers cultivated. And yeah, we, I, I would say that's the most rewarding as well as seeing the uh, faces of those we serve after we serve them as well. Just seeing our impact, kind of like the note story that I was mentioning, like seeing that he had kept all those notes for so long, like things like that, even the little things like- It is really the little things. We've had kids like come up and tell us that they want to get involved in our story after we've spoken to them at different schools and how we're like an inspiration to them. So those kind of things that we hear just make us really happy and inspire us to keep going knowing that we've helped somebody or inspired somebody is a really big thing. Yeah, even if it's just one person, that impacting one person absolutely makes our day. Um, And so it really um, gives us a nice, it's like, gives us warmth in in terms of like, oh, we are making a difference. What we are doing is making a difference in the world. Um, And that's really the best legacy that anyone could hope to have. Um, And so we're, we're really, really glad about that. You know, I was also going to ask you guys, although I think you kind of answered it like throughout the conversation, just like, what are your hopes and dreams moving forward? You guys definitely, I mean, of course, feel free to answer that, but you guys have a lot of things I see you're going to do moving forward, Um, but um, feel free to answer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just, I think expanding is the biggest one, right? Like, you know, courtesy of our logo as being the globe, right? We want to touch as many countries as we can and help as many people as we can as well. Uh, and just connect with a lot of there's so many amazing organizations out there uh, so we would love to partner with anybody and really everybody so that's a big thing as well as just creating more opportunities for people to give back as 
Shreya was mentioning, like we started uh, because we wanted to provide different opportunities and a diverse array of opportunities for different families and friends. That was really our main goal yeah. going in and it's still our main goal now. And we want to continue to provide different pathways and different mediums where people can get involved in a way that interests them. So that's definitely a big goal for us as well. Yeah, and discovering ways that our careers and our professional endeavors through Nest for Us connect. Yeah, because like there are so overlap. many connections within. If, um, for example, Isha wants to go into health informatics. I'm global health. I'm also interested in policy and healthcare management. Yeah, so helping people through science, like that would be really science, cool to discover. Policy. You have the service aspect, right? That itself is like a connection of the like science, policy, humanities. It's the SPH model. It's actually something I learned <laughs> in one of my classes. Um, oh, so so find, yeah, finding <laughs> the intersection between science, policy, and humanities yeah. is super important. Um, and so yeah, our careers allow to us to do that. Grow. That's obviously a main one. But yeah. Well, awesome. This has been a really great conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. We had much. so much fun. And like we always say, this this doesn't even feel like a podcast. It just feels like we're talking. It's like Having one of an our open friends. conversation. Yep. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've learned so much from you guys. It's really cool to hear what you guys are doing. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Would you guys like to share your um, social media platforms and your website? Yeah, of course. So for anyone listening, if you would like to be a part of, we like to call our volunteer family, because everybody is part of the Nest for Us family. Uh, you can visit our website, which is www.nestforus.org. Uh, on there, you can sign up for any events as well as see uh, different pictures, videos, learn about, uh, learn more about our programs as well. And you can follow us on social media. We're on uh, Instagram at Join Nest, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Nest for Us, and Twitter at Join Nest for. And we love to. Uh, have anybody and everybody join our team there's a place for anyone uh and yeah thank you so much for your time we love being here awesome thank you both and you know just thank you for sharing how you both race to speak up in the world really you know you're really showing this amazing your passion and you're really spreading that forward so it's this has been I'm so happy to have spoken to the both of you Oh, no. thank you. We had a great time uh, and keep up all the great work that you're doing to combat bullying um, and to just create a more positive kind of world because we really need it. Um, and so we're happy to be a small part of that. So thank you for having us. Thank you. <laughs> and um, thank you to everyone who's listening. I hope to see you guys at future Race to Speak Up podcast. If you have any questions about the Race to Speak Up podcast, Feel free to contact me at race to speak up at gmail.com. Make sure to check out my website, which is www.racetospeakup.com. Make sure to follow at race to speak up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for updates on future podcasts. And also join the Humanity Rising movement. Humanity Rising offers scholarships for students making a difference in the world through service. So visit www.humanityrising.org for more information. And remember to ask yourself this question, how do you race to speak up?